As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. O-Town. Remember O-Town Liquid Dreams? What Are a you song. T- don't you second tier O-Town. Yeah, they me. were second tier. They were definitely second tier. Definitely not even close to first tier. No offense, they seemed really nice and that one guy had a pet monkey, which seemed fun. But like, they're not top tier. I'm sorry. That's my personal opinion. for that. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overshare the Podcast. I'm Lily here with Jocelyn. And how are you today? Um, honestly, I'll be real with you. I'm really smelly right now. Like, I'm glad that we're not in the same room because I'm actually disgusting. But that's the perks of working from home. I did a Peloton class right before this. And I, I mean, <laughs> all the dry shampoo in the world is not solving my problems right now. But I, whatever. It's funny. I'm actually really glad you said that because I've had numerous days like that where or I'll like go meet up with Lisa to get food. I'll pick her up and we'll be in the car and I'll like get a whiff of myself. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Wow. I haven't seen anyone <laughs> in a couple of days. And I didn't realize like I feel like you kind of just like <gasps> like it's not like I didn't notice that it was bad by myself, but like it doesn't matter. But I'm also, and you know this about me, like I'm a compulsive bather. Like I love showers. I'll take like three yeah, showers. You're a very in clean one. person. I love, like, I feel as though during, especially COVID era, um, taking a shower is like an escape. Like, I feel like I'm going to a day spa. Is that sad? <laughs> it, well, and it's funny because I feel like I, I'll go in phases that I've either taking like a shower every day because it's like, I have nothing to do. So it's Might as well get clean. Like, something to <laughs> occupy my time and make me feel like a little productive. But um, then I'll also go like a week and not. And then when I do, I'm like, oh, this was nice. Why Why didn't I do this? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I can't go even like a day mostly because it's just like it's my me time, you know? I don't but, know uh, what I'm going to do when we are expected to be like going places again. One, just out of convenience, like it's going to be obnoxious to have to get ready. And two, <laughs> I just feel like I it's been so nice with my back and stuff to not have to worry about it. It's like, oh, if my back hurts, I'll just like lay down for a little bit and fix it before I have to jump on Zoom. But but I do honestly think that we're never going back to at least not in the near future we're not going back to like the let's go to an event every night of the week. Let's stack our schedules out in public all day. I mean, especially living in LA, that's just not happening. It's not necessary anymore. Well, one, no, because I feel like I'm not getting invited to things anymore. (laughs) But um, (laughs) two, I I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like people are going to get vaccinated and be like, let's go. Well, definitely people are starting to like be around each other. But as far as like the work aspect of like being out and about. And also, by the way, Lil, it's good to be around people when they're, you know, when we're all healthy. It's good for our souls. So I think it'll be good for your back. I think it'll be good for your back to hang out with me in person is what I'm saying. Um, But should we jump into the show? What do you say? Let's do it. Yeah. So over it. What she said. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yes. What are you? What are you over? 
Um, I'm over <laughs> me getting ready this morning, thinking that we were starting at 1030, but we were really starting at 11. And in a rush, I went to, uh, I hate, I, I don't, I just realized I really don't like the word squirt, but I, um, <laughs> <laughs> is squirt on the list with moist. What other words? Are I guess on? like what else? I dispensed the foundation what about, on like, to my, what about like, would you like the word secretion? I feel like it's all like vaginal related, all of these words. That, see, I don't know why secretion just makes me think of like wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about this. Anyway, I put the foundation <laughs> on my hand or so I thought, but it wasn't facing the right direction and it got all over my sweatshirt. Oh man, that sucks. Melissa just added, our producer just added into the conversation that she doesn't <laughs> care for the word pumped. <laughs> pumped i'm so pumped i'm so amped man i'm so pumped it feels like a word that should have been left in the 90s oh no she that's how you okay i get it she's saying you pump your foundation <laughs> i, I feel, feel like, like that's where so yeah i pumped my foundation onto my hand i don't know <laughs> whatever but, well you so, know i mean it was very specific but you know when it's just like you're in a hurry and then something goes wrong and it's like there's nothing i can do about this and now i feel like it's just ruined well no lily just take that foundation and squirt it all over the shirt. Pump that stuff everywhere. <laughs> and, then, and then once you squirt it everywhere, it'll be like Just a tie-dye. Tie it'll yeah. be like a tie-dye, which there is like you your it's only like a, genre well, of clothing anyways. It'll be like a salvaging DIY project for TikTok. <laughs> See, problem solved. We found your new brand. I love it. <laughs> well, what I'm over this week is something that is so truly disgusting and disturbing. Wait, and... I just imagined like an entire TikTok full of making like tie-dye stuff with like food stains. I think it's a great idea. Just get it get out a bottle of ketchup and squirt that all over the place. Get some coffee, get some wine. Red wine is a <laughs> good just always agent have a for hint staining. That they're <laughs> scent activated as well. Um, you sorry, just smell continue. like a hot dog. Oh, so what I'm over this week is so disturbing. So truly disturbing. Perhaps more so than the constant usage of the word squirt. And that is... I'm this so... Whole, I'm mad at you. This whole situation that is going on with cinnamon toast crunch. Are you aware I of what's knew, happening? I fucking knew you were going to bring this up. Yeah. And I yep, haven't yep, yep. looked. I just know it's... It, look, I mm -mm. saw a picture very briefly and I don't know anything else, but that it's someone said there were shrimp tails but then okay. i also saw it trending and isn't it someone famous's husband yes so it's actually a journalist is the person who happened to open this box of cinnamon toast crunch and pour some of it out and he's like a reputable journalist i read an article on vulture this morning <laughs> and he provides evidence okay photo evidence of his cinnamon toast crunch poured out with two shrimp tails okay and just they, the tails, they said it's like just the weird, tails. like a cute he's married to topanga yes he's married Daniel to topanga. Fischl. yes that that's her name? her name yes 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 <laughs> So first off, okay, that that is just the beginning of this cinnamon toast saga. So Wait, so they denied it? Yeah. I, who cares? I mean, what is he going to do? <laughs> what? Why would you plant shrimp tails of all things? Like you could plant I so know, many but other that, things. No, that, I, I care if cinnamon toast crunch is denying it. Some I conspiracy cover odd. up. Yes, it's a conspiracy cover-up in the shrimp community, and it's really upsetting. The, everyone knows the first rule of PR is that you just say you're sorry for the shrimp tips, okay? First rule of PR is like you say, I did it. I'm so sorry. The person packaging the Cinnamon Toast Crunch wanted a little ceviche snack or some something, and the shrimp tails the got lost in there. the thing is to do a double apology. Yeah, absolutely. You should. That's gross. Plus, I like shrimp, and I would have rather had that. I would have rather had the whole shrimp. But Lily, the plot thickens okay because the journalist i can't remember his name but his wife topanga obviously from like boy meets world and you know th that fame um she's not the other topanga <laughs> yeah not the other topanga she <laughs> also in another bag found another bag that was partially closed and she found dental floss inside dental floss shut the fuck up wait no no of two no Two back-to-back -back cinnamon toast no, crunch I, I, boxes? Actually, I'm not sure if it was two boxes. I think it's the same box. And it was like, <laughs> when she pulled it out, it was like partially open or something. And then there was dental floss and two shrimp tails. So the person probably ate the shrimp, left the tails, flossed their teeth, <laughs> threw it in there and sold it. Oh my gosh, Melissa's telling us it was a separate box. 
This is not a one box situation. This is a two box cinnamon I, toast crunch I situation. I, I don't, I need to, I'm Googling it. This is actually true. There's a Vulture article. Today I read it via The Skim, which is a very reputable news outlet that I receive every single day. And when I just dived, <laughs> took a deep dive into this. that comes up is Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shrimp Guy was a, was a child rapper named Hot Carl. <laughs> See, of course you're going to trust him, right? He's he's a celebrity. His wife's a celebrity. Hot Carl and Topanga are saying it. It's true. What? Wait. So, okay, so I see the shrimp tails. That's literally yes. I want to throw up. It This would be too hard to make up. That's the thing. It's like, like, hey, let's make up a story about Cinnamon Toast Crunch and shrimp tails. Like, there are just so many other things that you would come to mind pr- prior to that. Wait, so my, am I back? You look really concerned, which is bringing me a lot of joy. <laughs> I, Lily is dumbfounded for our listeners, okay? Dumbfounded I'm, I'm looking by this. At, I'm looking at the dental floss. <laughs> it's disgusting. I just, I, how, how is it? What are the odds that you're going to get two defective bags? Like what? The, they might not even be from the same factory. <laughs> Do you think that they're being targeted because they're celebrities, Hot Carl and Topanga? Do you think that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is targeting them? Do you think this is like a conspiracy? I'm or too I- high to even entertain <laughs> that. But uh, how, what have we, what's the outcome here? What did, what Still did they say to invest- the... Under investigation at this point, I believe. The story is they still not- unfolding. Did they not release anything else? Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. Apparently, Hot Carl was told to take it to the police. So this is now a real under investigation thing. And Hot Carl said, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not taking this to the police. They're trying to avoid accountability that badly that they're sending him to the police as if someone planted these. Yes. Yes. Wow. They should be really? a YouTuber. Isn't this amazing? I feel like this is like a documentary that somebody really needs to dive into. I wonder. Oh, like, that'd be so funny to do it like very dramatically too. Will you do it, please? I just brought this to you. I, I'm do you happy have Daniel too. Official's contact info? I mean, I could probably like DM her. I'm could sure you imagine? She would that's literally, I know it's 2021 now, but like that's the most 2020 <laughs> Netflix documentary of all time that we all need. Forget about Tiger King. It's all about shrimp tails in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's what I'm over, but also <laughs> under because just the level of like joy that brought me this morning. And I was sitting across the dining table being like, Chris, have you read about the shrimp tails? And he he said, he's so glad to be married to me so that I can bring him these hard hitting stories. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, first of all, I just scrolled past an Onion article that says, that says Krispy Kreme offers vaccinated customers free ride on the glazed conveyor belt. <laughs> and it shows a person going through the donut glaze thing. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. But no, I was going to say, I have any, I'm going to need to do a deep dive on the tweets later because I'm sure there's great memes. But can I say that one of my favorite things is that people are telling her, uh, telling the guy that he can go return it if he got it at Costco. Listen, Costco is a magical place, right? But I feel like Hot Carl should put that box into a shadow box and frame it inside of his hallway. Could you this imagine is going back to the store and asking for a refund for that? <laughs> He's Can like, I get a no, refund? I'm not refunding it. I'm going viral on Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh. But but yeah, that's the kind of thing that really brought me a lot of joy today, even though it is something I'm over because it's actually disgusting. Um, but now is the part of the show when we hear from you guys, our listeners. If you don't know, we would love to have you call in, leave us a voicemail at our phone number, which is 562 562- Six six one five seven two nine. Let us know what you're over in three minutes or less, and share your name if you would like to. Anyways, I can't imagine that anyone is going to outdo the shrimp saga, but let's see what the people have to say. <laughs> Hi, lovely ladies. My name is Tori, and I am over. Fake apologies from rude people. I'm a nurse, and essentially every other shift, I have one rude or overly needy patient. But this time, it really freaking fucked me. I was helping a different patient. Nurse, uh, a different nurse's patient get changed and cleaned up because she's bedbound. 
So this is the first time I've ever met this person, and they're being so particular about how I need to turn that hurt because they have certain issues with their legs and whatnot. But I turn people with broken hips, knees, and everything in between about 100 times a day. So I know what I'm doing. And they start saying, I'm sorry for being such a pain. Ha, ha, ha. Y'all probably throw a party when I leave. For context, they're pregnant father, and everyone hates this person, this patient. So she keeps stopping us and telling us we can't touch her leg at all and the or turn them to the other side at all. And the other nurse tech and I are getting so frustrated because there's only so many ways to get them out from get stuff out from under them. But yeah, don't be rude. And then laughingly apologize for being such a pain. Like just be nicer. I probably sound like a jerk, but there really is a better way they could have asked me to help them. Also, I love you both. And thanks for always making me laugh and smile on my way home from work. Tori, first off, I personally believe that nurses are earth angels. Like if you have ever been to the hospital or been in a medical situation or stayed in the hospital, you know that like doctors pop in for 3.5 seconds and then leave and then you never see them again. It's the nurses who are in the trenches with you, like wiping your butt and like doing all that stuff. So thank you, first off, for committing your life and your career to such a noble cause. I think that's fantastic. But on the note of rude people and fake apologies, Lil, what's your take? I agree. I I don't understand in general when people are rude to anyone in, I wouldn't even call nurses in like the service industry because it feels like a step above that. But like they're going out of their way to help you and you're just going to make their life miserable. Like if I was in the hospital for an extended period of time, I'd be so curious to see how I, I feel like I would just be silent instead of be like rude because I, I'm like so conscious of like, I, I don't understand how you're like that. I'm actually to the next level where I have been in a lot of medical situations and like I nice. fully <laughs> openly am overly nice because I want to openly bribe these people to take the best care as possible of me and my family. I'll be like, what's your favorite snack? Where do you like to eat? what kind of snacks are you gluten-free great i'm gonna go to whole foods i'm gonna get you whatever you want that being said on the flip when it comes to medical stuff specifically i do think you have to be your own advocate and there are times and places where you have to like speak up for yourself but it sounds like tori was really trying to have open and good communication with her patient with the leg situation so i'm sorry that sucks i know i laughed because it you were over bad apologies and it came right after we were finished talking about cinnamon toast crunch giving that bullshit (laughs) sending them to the police instead of taking accountability (laughs) oh my gosh yeah if we've learned anything in this episode which this is not really a show people (laughs) probably come to for educational learning podcast when in doubt like it is good to apologize and be the bigger person um but but yeah like if you're just don't apologize then. If it's a fake apology, just be an a-hole and don't apologize. You know what I mean? Give me something real. Agreed. I've left Lily speechless. All right, Lil. Well, um, that was really great. That was really fun. I can't speak. I don't even know what I'm saying. But for those of you guys listening, please call us. Call our voicemail, 562-661-5729. Let us know what you are over. And um, with that, I feel like it's time to jump into the episode. Let's do it. Okay, so this week on Overshare, we are going to be revisiting (laughs) these pop culture-centric topics that have been garnering a very positive response as of late. So very recently, Lily and I ranked our top girl bands of all time, girl groups, and today we are taking it over to the guys' side, and we are going to be ranking the best boy bands of all time, we have our list of three ready each. And I have to know, was this hard for you, Lil? Um, I'm kind of still finalizing it in my head. But um, as I said before, we started recording. I feel like we're going to almost be focusing equally on the uh, honorable mentions. Absolutely. There's been a lot of boy bands that have just been a... <laughs> what's that term? A flash in the pan? <laughs> I always want to say a flash in the pants. I don't know why. I actually don't that even understand. Illegal. Don't you think flash in the pants is like equally as relevant? No. As flash in the pan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't nodding. know what that means. 
<laughs> anyway, um, so, so yeah, should we, we're going to count backwards. Yes. <clears throat> Starting with your number three pick, who is coming in on your list of best boy band of all time, Lil? I think you should kick it off. Okay, great. She's prepared. <laughs> I have okay. my number one and two, but. So obviously, like Lily said, there are so many honorable mentions, especially in recent history. Like I could talk about like BTS, One Direction, uh, uh... all of these bands, which like One Direction, I don't really care what you say, was awesome. Okay. They were amazing. They were so funny. Who's the saying best... they weren't? I don't know. I'm just, Melissa's raising her hand. She did not like One Direction. Oh. I was a real directioner, okay? 1D, 3D, This Is Us is one of the best films of all time. Brought me a lot of joy. Um, even like, I have a long narrative with the band Emblem 3, which is also kind of a boy band. Wow. wow. Could, that's a story time for another day. Has, did Emblem 3 make your top three? Absolutely not. Do not they, even close. Are, are they a thing anymore? Didn't? I was no, going to say I didn't want to get arrested, but I don't probably wanna... allegedly <laughs> maybe. Um, but coming in at number three on my list, which honestly feels kind of sacrilege because this band just produced the biggest icon of the last millennia, I should say, and that is Jackson Five. Okay, uh, if you are a young oh, person, we're going old school. Okay. Yes, they are like the originators. Well, not the originators, but like in my heart, one of the originators of boy bands, especially when it comes to like choreography, cool outfits, being adorable. And what I love about Jackson 5 is that, of course, they were a family. So they had like great connection, they had great chemistry just by default. But also they were all different ages, which I feel like is a genius marketing tactic because it's like, oh, Michael Jackson, you ever heard of him, by the way? Yeah, he was in Jackson 5. Um, that's where he came from for anyone who's like, who is Jackson 5? Um, He was like 12 and his brothers were like 30. So you could get he fans was of even all younger. ages. First of all, he was even <laughs> younger. And I can't help but just have a flashback to um, a YouTube hole I went down one time about all the conspiracies about him still being alive. Um, oh. But he, that whole story of him as a kid, like his dad, like beat the shit I know. out of him. I know. It's, It's like very so sad. sad. But It's he very sad. was a great performer. Oh my gosh, he was not a great performer. He was the best performer of the millennia. Okay, that is what I'm saying. He's amazing. And Jackson 5, I mean, like, just thinking about their music makes me, like, dance and smile. Like, ABC, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh my gosh, did my little Michael Jackson even know what that song was about? Because I could feel, like, his heart and soul when you performing it. It was like, nobody was scared to stop singing. <laughs> I know. I know. But Jackson <sighs> five. Wow. 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 Them, their bell bottoms, their cuteness, their talent. Never you didn't just be hit me with a, a curveball because that I wasn't really that wasn't in my. I will say that's that not in my options. Yeah. But no, no, it the, was. That's the thing. Like, I, I love them. Um, I, but, yeah. It's in everyone's repertoire. That's why they're Iconic. It should it should be. It absolutely should be. Um, but they're the only like slight outlier that might surprise you on this list. So, Lil, now that I have rocked your world with Jackson 5 being my number three, who's your number three? Well, I just scrolled through an uh, article for inspiration to see if there were any <laughs> that I just like missed. But is, it, is, is your number three Rascal <sighs> Flats? Remember Rascal Flatts? I did have a so random. There, there was a few songs by them on my in my iTunes library. Um, wait. Also, P.S. Before I even share my uh, yes. number three, uh, uh, you're so not technologically savvy. So this probably excuse isn't me. I'm be on as... YouTube. What are you talking? I don't know what an NFT is. What? What? What is it? Oh, uh, I something uh, something dumb that I don't understand. Anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, downloading music back in the day. Yes. Did you Napster? use... Li okay, so I don't think I ever used Napster, but LimeWire and Kazaa. Yes. yes. It's great times, great times. A lot of viruses. Um, that's what all of these remind me of because that's <laughs> what I was downloading. But also, I feel like I was in a weird era that I like was just too young for a lot of these boy bands. And then yes, I were. got like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were like kind of the first foray into my generations, which I, 
I don't know if I'm going to include both of them on my list. Backstreet Boys like has never really been like a, a no, strong passion even, for no, me. They're not even in my top 10. Okay. They're not on my oh, list or on my wow. radar. Sorry. That was dramatic. Not I'm even sure in your top 10. I'm sure some of them are lovely people, but they're not on my list. I'm sorry. Okay, um, I'm going to actually say Jackson 5 was good. I think I'm going to go One Direction, actually. Mm, yep, I agree. I'm there I, with it, you. It feels weird to include them because it doesn't feel that nostalgic because it wasn't that long ago. But there are songs that come on. I have a lot of their music downloaded and it'll come on in the car. And it's those songs that I just like find myself singing along to that I didn't even know the words. I didn't Absolutely. even know that I knew the words. Who's your favorite in One Direction? This is an important question. Not currently, I, but when they were in the band. How they were so young in the beginning. It feels weird to. But so to were you. So were you. I was not young enough to have it be appropriate. But um, <laughs> I used to like um, Liam. I always thought he was the hottest. Yes. But then they all came out with soul of music. And I was like, oh, <laughs> some of them I'm OK with. But um, oh, I don't know. I. It's weird because I feel like despite not being a like diehard One Direction fan, a directioner, uh, I I guess it was because I worked at Clever. That was what we covered all the time. I'm like, I feel like I know way too much. Like I know all of them very individually. 100%. And I will say I would love, absolutely love to take on all of Harry Styles' hand-me-downs. Like, he and I have the same sense of style currently, I feel. Like, all the stuff he wears is, like, stuff I would love to wear. So if he's listening, I would love love your hand-me-downs. I will take them. I will recycle and reduce and reuse them. Thank you. In a very full-circle moment, do you remember that I got in trouble because I didn't like the flowery suit, the floral suit he wore, flowery, (laughs) the floral suit that he wore at, an award show and we did dirty laundry and And did you get canceled for not loving his outfit and it was when I like was not on camera really it was like (laughs) just me making an appearance and I woke up and um I remember I had it was like before I really uploaded Instagram picture (laughs) there was a picture of my fucking in and out and that is what people started commenting on and it was hundreds of comments because it had gotten reposted on Twitter or something on a Harry fan page people were very, very upset. And I was like, I, listen, it was that I said that it was the same print as a couch. And alas, it, it was it, because my response was then to um, put it next to a picture of a couch <laughs> that had the exact same print. And then I photoshopped my face onto her styles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that is one thing across the board about all of these bands. That is undeniable. And that is that all of these fandoms are on a whole other level. But I'm going to move on to my number two pick. Could you imagine if NSYNC Backstreet Boys days had social media? the, The internet? No, I absolutely can't. Because also, Lily, during that era, it was like 98 degrees. And like all those other like second tier level. like um, That's why I was like, they're another one that it's like, I like their songs. O-Town. Remember O-Town? Liquid Dreams? What Are a you, song. Don't you second tier O-Town Yeah, they me. were second tier. They were definitely second tier. Definitely not even close to first tier. No offense. They seem really nice. And that one guy had a pet monkey, which seemed fun. But like, they're not top tier. I'm sorry. That's my personal opinion. Because that. coming in at number two on my list of best boy bands of all time is effing boys to men. They were not boys. <laughs> They were men, okay? And they made me, when I was a middle schooler, feel emotions I did not understand. Water runs dry, crying over it, don't know why. I'll make love to you. My mom made me mute that every time it came on. And then let's talk about their epic collaboration with Mariah freaking Carey, One Sweet Day, which also made me cry and I did not know why. But the one thing I did know is that I love them. And I love the guy who like his main job in, in the group was just to say like, yeah baby like he just had like the low voice and he would like sit on the stool in the back and just be like uh-huh like i love that guy i don't know his name but i love him love that whole band i want to go see them in vegas they're always in vegas i mean see, not now but that's so not my like i was just not she was like three years old <laughs> at the time <laughs> so that all means nothing to me 
You know what's funny? I asked Chris, I was like, who's your best boy band of all time? And he said, well, my best um, would be Brian McKnight. And I was like, that's a solo artist. That was one of my first CDs. (laughs) That's not a a boy band. And he was like, oh, well, yes. Oh my gosh. Amazing. He was just telling me that like in middle school, those were like his very emo songs, like Boys to Men and Brian McKnight. To give you a, but like, I guess if that was at the same time, it was Brian McKnight. Um, That, uh, what, what, what? Do you have your number two ready? Well, left field, how many people need to be in it to call it a boy band? I two, two people. Uh, Melissa's saying three. Oh, but well, so. Because <laughs> oh, I was going to say at the same time, the CDs that I got, it was for Christmas one year and um, included were Back at One and um, yes. then uh, Savage Garden. Oh, gosh. Wow. Which that I was honestly emotional. think I forgot that they existed until this moment <laughs> and I need to listen to them. I feel like, Lily, we could even go on a whole rant about just like bands in general because you know who we're not <laughs> talking about yet is the effing Click Five. We have a friend who was in Click Five. Okay, lo- Joey's I, there. Well, and don't get me wrong, I still listen to that song all the time. <laughs> but um, I feel like I didn't, that was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so Do wait, are you, the other ones? are you saying Savage Garden is oh. your number two or what are we going with? Sorry, no, but you? I had to Google. I was like, what songs did I listen to? I knew I loved you. That was my favorite. <laughs> um, number two, I was going to say, and it's not, I'm not necessarily ranking on talent. <laughs> no, it's your, it's your own criteria. You it's, um, you the, we're going to say the amount of joy that it brings me when they okay. come on on my shuffle. Okay, great. Fuck both of you. I'm going with O-Town. <laughs> what is your favorite song? Is it Liquid Dreams? Because I get that. That was a really weird song. It was very I sensual. I, and you, when did that come out? Me. Like 2000 something. 2003, 2004. I was in college. 2001. I was 11. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Then. And yeah. these, I'm going to read some lyrics. They were very mature lyrics. (laughs) I dream about a girl who's a mix of Destiny's Child, just a little bit, uh, no, just a little touch Madonna's wild style with Janet Jackson's smile. Throw in a body like Jennifer. You got the star of my liquid dreams. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like something an 11 year old is probably because weren't you the one who was like, mom, what's a boner? You were probably like, what is all after watching an episode of Degrassi? (laughs) (laughs) But um, I love all the references in this because it also dates it so much. He also references Halle B and Tyra, Cindy C, Angelina Jolie. But here's the thing. All of the people that he just listed, they all hold up. Like everybody still knows who all these people are. Like Cindy C, Halle B, (laughs) Salma Hayek. Obviously, Jennifer is Jennifer Lopez. There's no one else it could be. But I will say that one of the guys from O-Town, which was a fabricated boy band on MTV, one of the guys who got on the show, like one of my girlfriends at the time went to college with him. And we just like thought we were so cool because we had like a one degree connection to this guy. Oh, uh, you guys, that that is, I would have thought you were the coolest people ever. <laughs> and then the guy with the monkey, the guy with the monkey who was in the I band. Don't do you know what an organ grinder monkey is? It's those yes. tiny, tiny little <laughs> monkey babies. He had a little monkey on his shoulder all the time. I think his name was Jacob. And uh, he weirdly, would just run around. I liked him before he got dreads. And then was Ashley Parker Angel in that band? Yes, he was. Oh, he, my gosh. Truly, even, like, if you look back now, he's just a beautiful human. Like, he really just, does. Yeah, his, his an face angular, was angular just like, jaw. oh, wow, you're a very attractive man. <laughs> Did you like O-Town? He doesn't remember who they are. Chris says he does not remember who O Town is. I'm so dying. It wasn't a it wasn't a boy band that um bridged the gap to um <laughs> straight males. I don't think. Actually, you're probably right. Um, uh, that's I don't a good know if they two. had like did they have like a closeted gay audience? That you know what? I don't, I don't think know. they're like an iconic so. gay band either. So um no, they had a just their like two years of girl a massive fandom. Fame. Massive fame. Absolutely. Um, All right. Well, let's move on to our number one slot. This was a very easy choice for me. This is not even anything I had to have an internal dialogue about because absolutely, hands down, the best boy band 
I've ever experienced in person and like online and on TV is in sync. Hands down. It's an easy uh, choice. I'm just going to same. Um, I went to every concert. I have experienced it in real life. I'm really jealous that you lived that yep. era. In fact, there was, I believe the No Strings Attached tour was when me and my friends were in high school. My mom let us, first of all, um, wait in line at Ticketmaster to get tickets through the middle of the night. We scored our tickets. What is that like? Tell you us. It's like when my mom is like, we used to go to the movie theater and it was only a nickel. And we can't believe that our mom let us do that because obviously like, oh my gosh, it's so unsafe to wait in line at Ticketmaster at the mall. We got our tickets, okay? We got our tickets. And then we did what any girl crew did during the early 2000s, late 90s. We oh, made bedazzled shirts. We spelled out the word in sync. And then we paired those with a black pedal pusher. Are you black- talking about in um, sync, or are you talking about uh, the in sync reunion at Coachella when you did this again? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, Lily, I did it both times. I made a bedazzled shirt. I wore a zebra print cowboy hat because that was the chef's kiss. As I far wish as style that happened went. at Coachella. <laughs> I crimped my hair, and I went to Crimp. every si- I went to every single concert tour. I knew every song by heart. Their Christmas album is superior to this day. Their music videos, their dancing. They're singing. They're pyrotechnics. How I, the joy much of it were all. concert tickets back, I think back in lot. the day? I think they were expensive. Like we're talking like late 90s, early 2000s, um, like 80 bucks or something. I mean, back then oh, that wow, was you like were splurging. I know. Well, we were like probably saving all of our birthday money to buy these tickets. But actually, here's a fun fact. My mom, huge sync fan. Oh, and so did she, she go? She never went, but she always supported our habits. Like That's she would, nice. she would take us to um, the mall to what was that CD store? Like Charles Goody Tower. or oh. Tower Records. So my mom would take us to the CD store. Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Yes, my mom would take us to Sam Goody to pre-order the CD. You would have to go to the store, write a check. You did okay. so much like laborious activity back in the day. So much laborious activity. And that is like <gasps> just evidence of how much we loved this band. Yeah, you, you went to great lengths to show your appreciation you, for them. Do you know, do you recall where you were when NSYNC reunited at the VMAs a few years ago? Because that was one of the best moments of my life. I must, must have watched that performance 30 times. Just rewind, rewatch, rewind, rewatch. I Freaking don't even awesome. know what you're talking. I don't remember that. Oh, Lily. Oh, Lily. Happening. It's amazing. Like Joey Fatone was even like bringing the action. He was like out of breath, but he was still up there doing his moves. Oh my gosh. Um, Chris Kirkpatrick with the braid ponytail, like style legend. Okay. That braided ponytail was the weirdest I, thing I've ever seen. I used to love me some Jay-Z Chazé. Oh my gosh. What yes. was his song called? His single that was terrible, but I loved it. I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. And I think he he dated Eva Longoria for a while, actually. Makes sense. He's very attractive. Mm-hmm. But well, the, I'm, I'm like, no, not so. But the reason that I loved NSYNC, and I'm going to bring it full circle, is that when I was a kid, we got Disney Channel when I was older, like fifth or sixth grade. And my parents didn't really let us watch that much TV. I was going to say, you weren't but, a TV kid. Well, I no. like was raised by television. Yeah. So because we like didn't have cable and like my mom just wouldn't let us watch TV anyways. You did family things. But um, oh, Melissa is telling us the JC song is blowing me up. Thank you. I gave yep. up looking. But the reason I loved Sync was because I grew up watching the Mickey Mouse Club. And when um, I was a kid, because I'm the same age as Britney Spears, Jessica Simpson, like that, all the, that crew. It was your so, peers. Yes. So I felt like, oh my gosh, Britney Spears was on Mickey Mouse Club, JC Chazé, um, Justin Timberlake, freaking Ryan. Um, what am I Gosling. blanking on? Ryan Gosling. Like these are the people I grew up watching. And so then to see them like five years later on like in NSYNC, I just was like, Oh my gosh, obsessed. Anyways, I could go on and on, but what's your number one? It's also in sync. I yes! and I remember I definitely that was uh, way before Brian McKnight and that I definitely had that CD. I it was like that Christina Aguilera uh <laughs> the Titanic soundtrack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> LOL. With like five CDs and that I definitely in so sync was one of them. Totally remember it. Um I wish uh, like now that I was older, so I could have appreciated like 
the music videos and the concerts and stuff because I just remember liking the songs. And we used to like, I, I must have been like, you were very young. This I must have been like, like seven. This is early 2000s, late 90s. And the other thing that just added fuel to the fire, and this is like before the in internet. 95. Yeah, this is like before the internet is that this is when Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were dating. And that was like, I mean, I'm like basically their same age. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's the best couple in the world like oh that's I know it's I like super problematic together. now and he was it an is. asshole but I I would love I wish it wasn't so we could get a documentary of their whole romance actually I would be fine with showing the dramatic side of it too but I would love to have it be like still nostalgic and oh my god do you remember when he was in model behavior <laughs> you know what I've never seen that movie <gasps> actually but I do remember I do remember uh, hearing about it. Oh, it is and iconic it, and so terrible. And uh, <laughs> there was a girl group in that too. That And he, Justin Timberlake was the love interest in that movie, right? Yeah, he was um, the famous celebrity that um, ended up just like falling for the normal girl instead of... Exactly. Which was literally perfect because that was just playing upon all of our emotions. Although in my heart, I like had an equal crush Kathy on... Kathy Lee Gifford, isn't it? That's right. I had an equal crush on JC and and Justin at the time. I'm unpopular opinion, but you I liked guess, Lance. Were you a Lance lady? Oh, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> God, how dare you? No, I, mean, I love, love you, Lance. Lance. Love you, Lance. You're great, but um, no, I love JC. Was my he was my guy, but um, I, I've never understood everyone being obsessed with Justin Timberlake in the sense that he's hot. Well, it, it like, was more I think he's his, like attractive. It's more but of his like, charisma, his confidence. I, I don't get it. Like it is literally, I've ne- like so far from my. I I don't know. I don't know how to I explain would say, it. I would say I would say that J- JC was more traditionally handsome, similar to the Ashley Parker angel angular face. But Melissa did point out something that we must we must give an honorable mention moment to, and that is the fact that. Lance Bass, you remember who his girlfriend was? She, uh, uh, She's Topanga, getting apparently this is very mentions. full circle. Yeah, <laughs> Danielle Fischel, most attention she's gotten in years but since didn't the he also, Girl Meets World reboot. Didn't he also date um, the little one of the little sisters on Seventh Heaven? What's that girl's name? You Jody. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, that's the, the, I'm thinking not the of littlest Flaws. one, but like the like the second one. It was Jessica Beale, and then it was the sister under her. Uh, Beverly Mitchell. Beverly, Beverly. Oh, Beverly. By the way, I who saw her at a Beverly. <laughs> Beverly Mitchell and Lance Bass. I swear they like went to prom together or something. And you know, I think they're still friends to this day, but they've obviously both moved on. I think Lance has been married to a, a man for a very long time, right? Yeah. When did he come out? I think like kind of a really long time ago. Actually, like, good for him. Yeah, definitely good for him. I feel like. I mean, probably right after NSYNC was over, I would imagine early mid 2000s or something. I don't know what it's time. Uh, anyway, I think, um, oh, God, the girl group in uh, Model Behavior was Nobody's Angel. S- some great stuff. But um, you should watch that if it's available anywhere. Oh it's gosh. pretty iconic. It's and not what- a decom, but it's like on that level. It is. You're right. It has decom vibes. Also, Melissa noted that Lance Bass came out in 2006 for anyone who's curious about that timing. There's obviously a lot of honorable mentions that we could give out for this episode, but there's just not time. There's just not time. We have to throw out a few. LFO. Oh, gosh. No, I was too old for LFO. I thought it was cheesy even then. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, that song, um, Summer Girl. Was, that was a fun jam. That was a good song, though. I was thinking, I was taking it way earlier before you were alive. There was this band called Color Me Bad. And they had the song, I Want to Sex You Up. That was one of oh, my first tapes. You've referenced that song before. Yeah, they also had a song called I Adore Me Amor. And it was like the first Spanglish song I had ever heard where like part of it was in Spanish and part of it was in, in English. And I was like seven years old, but like it made me feel emotional at the time, you know? Um, I just realized they're not on here. But um, B2K. B2K. Oh, my bump, gosh. Bump, bump. You know who, like, also is not on my radar that this is controversial is New Kids on the Block. I don't know. I'm They're too old for me. <laughs> Same. Which is saying a lot, actually. 
<laughs> but I am curious to see what happens to the future of boy bands because I feel like it's a very cyclical thing. Like we had the era of NSYNC, which was like a big era for boy bands. There were so many big ones. Then we had One Direction, but there was really no one giving them even like a slight run for their money. So I'm curious to see when this new generation of boy bands will be ushered in. Well, and it used to be so about like the image. And now I feel like, yes, it still is very much about the image, but they need to have some kind of swag. Talent. They need swag. Yeah. They need to be swaggy. But I guess we also have, um, why am I BTS? I'm like, I was going to say B2K. I'm like, no, BTS. BTS is like a, on a global level. It doesn't level. even That's feel like it counts wild. as a boy band. They feel like they're just in their own category. Like somewhere. a machine. It's amazing. Um, well, Lil, this has been really fun. I'm excited about these pop culture ranking episodes because I usually don't have strong opinions, but I feel as though I have strong opinions about these topics. I feel like I always have strong opinions about everything, <laughs> but um, I like them because I feel like they just unlock memories that I forgot I had. Yes. Well, if you guys are listening or watching and you have any recommendations in this kind of category, please send us a tweet. DM us on Instagram, whatever, and let us know what you would like us to do next because we've been getting a lot of positive response in the community about these topics. The community. Would, do we have a community? I think we do. Anyways, shall we move on to Let's our final do segment? So long, farewell. I hate us so much more now. Oh, Lil, it's been a week. What's brought you joy besides that DP in your hand? Um, <laughs> Melissa's never heard that one before. Our producer is laughing. Dr. Pepper is what I'm referencing as DP because everyone calls it DP in the Dr. Pepper world. Yep. It's also, she, she, yeah, we Anywho. won't talk about yep. it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, what brought me joy this week? <laughs> um, I got a new mug from Target for my <gasps> hot chocolate addiction. Ooh, is it large like a bowl? <laughs> I I was I used it super late uh, last night, and I was gonna send you a picture. But um, oh my, Lily, I saw those at Target. Those are huge. It's like it's half full still. It's gross. Um, I need to put that in the sink. Um, it's half full still because uh, it's huge. It's huge. I didn't finish it. I have a little request for you as one of your fans. Okay, I would like you to make a reels or an IGTV video walking us through your recipe of your hot chocolate, I think honestly could go viral. Honestly, the reason I haven't is because I feel like people are going to judge me and tell me I'm going to get diabetes because of how much sugar I'm consuming. Listen, no one needs to know that it's all you're consuming, okay? <laughs> no one needs to know that it that's doesn't what you matter if it's supplementary. It's just that I'm consuming it in general. <laughs> no, I think it's great, especially um, I was going to say since it's like the holiday season right now, I feel like yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because I felt like that the other day. And then I was like, oh, no, it's March. <laughs> no, it's definitely spring. I was like, is oh, it almost wow. winter? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love your mug. And I love that you got that because I did see that at Target yesterday when I went When there. I've been complaining about it to Lisa because we'll go to Target for fun. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I really wish they had better mug selections here. And everyone I go to, I feel like I'll grab one if they have like a decent size, but they're never that big. These are huge. Do you know what would be good in that? Some some cinnamon toast crunch without the shrimp tails would be really great for eating for eating like a cereal out of. It's huge. Cinnamon toast crunch in hot chocolate. See, floating on a bed, floating on a bed of whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's what I'm telling you. This is your brand. You need to put. Oh my gosh, you have whipped cream empty. at your desk. <laughs> oh wow, they really well, don't put that much. That's I'm over that. That's rude. Well, the amount my, of whipped cream they put in the can. <laughs> um, what brought me joy this week could not be more polar opposite from your soup bowl of hot chocolate. Uh, it is the fact You mean that, my cream of chocolate? <laughs> yes. After waiting for three months, my Peloton bike finally arrived okay. last week. And when I tell you, I took a class right before we started filming and recording this podcast. I was choking because I was crying because these people know how to get the emotions flowing. I took a class from some beautiful woman. Her last name is Love and she has started a love army. And on Sundays, you ride together. You connect with your soul. Allie Love, Melissa knows who she is. Oh my gosh. First off, entrancingly beautiful, this woman, right? Secondly, so motivating. I don't know this person. She's 
She motivated me with so many Pinterest quotes. I was choking because I was crying during the class. And I got an awesome workout because peer pressure is the way for me to get a good workout. I've got to be around these people. And um, anywho, so if anyone's on Peloton, let's like hang out. I don't know how it works, but my name is Jocelyn Davis over there. So let's do it. I think you should get one, Lily. I think you would love it because the music is so good. I just don't have have so much stuff. Like the last thing I need is another piece of furniture. And the other fun thing too, a fun fact, if you don't have the bike, like my sister, for example, she's a runner. My sister loves running. She has a treadmill and she just downloaded the Peloton app and she takes the classes like on the app, but on her own treadmill. So you don't have to buy new equipment to like be a part of the love community. You just, Isn't it like, like a biking class though? Yeah, you need so a stationary bike. Runs you, instead. My, no, but they have, they have treadmills too. They sell treadmills. Oh, they also oh. have like yoga and like stretching and they have like meditation. They have so much cool stuff. So... I mean, what I'm saying is I I know everyone who has Pelotons is like really annoying because they're like so excited about it. But now I'm that person because I really love I, it. Valid. I feel like you've yeah. been waiting a while for it. I have. So I'm pretty excited about that. And um, yeah, I'll keep you posted on my love journey. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait to see your body transformation. <laughs> no, that's not <gasps> what I'm doing. I'm just I, trying I to like, the, the cool thing is though that like, I just get on it in my pajamas. Like I take off my shirt and put on a sports bra and I don't even take the shoes out of the little clips. I just like go from my pajamas in the bed onto the bike. It's, you don't have to be dressed. It's great. <laughs> I was picturing you like getting up and just being... <laughs> like, in a, can you imagine me in like a nice flannel pajama pant on a Peloton? It's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, friends, with that, this episode is coming to a close. If you are new here, Please subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us a review so that we can continue making this podcast and so that new people can find us. It would really mean a lot to us. And um, yeah, this episode's episode's over, I guess. Everything Jocelyn said. And also, if you are the owner of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, we want answers and an apology. Thank you. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.